this moment. I won't go back. Jesus has done all the 
is worth and serves all the glory and all the honor. I know that you don't want to go back because where you were from there was sickness, there was death, there was losses, pain, sorrow, shame, condemnation. Present name of Jesus. You don't want to go back there because Jesus Christ, when he gave his life and died on the cross, praise the name of Jesus, we were able to pass from death to life the moment we accepted him to be our Lord and personal Savior. When Jesus Christ shed his blood, child of God, this is amazing. All our sins, past, present, future were forgiven. We became forgiven, praise the name of Jesus. And the moment we received Jesus Christ, He gave us the Holy Spirit, and now the Holy Spirit convicts us, guides us, teaches us, protects us. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, He prays through us, He prays for us. <laughs> Jesus is amazing, He's more than marvelous, more than miraculous, He's so wonderful. We worship Him and magnify Him. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, this is Apostle Kyria David from the Faithful Witness of Christ International Ministries in Uganda. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. 
I want to thank all those who take their time and listen to us, share with us, those who donate to us, praise the name of Jesus, those who take their time and pray for us. Hallelujah. We thank you all and may God bless you. May God elevate you and take you to higher levels. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. We worship Jesus Christ. He's a worthy, he's worthy. Brothers and sisters, we cannot go back to where we came from. And whenever you start up a journey, you have a mission to go somewhere, by the name of Jesus, to be taken to another level. Hallelujah. And there are many believers, many servants of God, who are fighting, who are struggling to see that they reach the top, by the name of Jesus. Everybody, everybody wants to become number one. Everybody wants to succeed in everything he or she does, by the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If a native doctor or a witch doctor, whatever they are, if they themselves want to be taken to higher levels, if they all want to control the world, then it must be so for the servants of God, for the born-again believers to also want to control the entire world. Praise God. Somebody say, Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Now, I have a letter to you, and this is the letter. I want to give you the key to spiritual elevation, by the name of Jesus. I have not said that the key to physical elevation, no. I'm talking about the key to spiritual elevation. Why am I saying this? You must be elevated spiritually. Then you'll be able to be elevated physically, by the name of Jesus Christ. For a man... To be able to die in the physical, he must be dead in the spiritual world. Hallelujah, praise the name of Jesus. Therefore, the spiritual world takes number one control over the physical world. Hallelujah. We worship Jesus. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus Christ, the head of the church, is getting his body ready for his soon return. Now, what does it mean? That is why it is vital for those who are called to the ministry to function in their proper place in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Worship Jesus. Jesus Christ right now is preparing his body. He is the head of the church. And we are the church. He is the head and we are the body. And he is preparing us for his return. Now, this therefore calls for all Christians who are born again believers. All church leaders, everybody who is serving in whatever capacity, he or she, God has enabled him or her to serve. You need to prepare yourself and stand there and do your work. President of Jesus Christ. Now, if you are faithful in the time of preparation to study God's word, to show yourself approved in God's time, step by step, he will move you into the ministry he eventually has for you. 
as you are faithful to prepare yourself he will be faithful to open doors for ministry brother name of jesus somebody say amen there are very many people they are busy fighting to minister they are busy being busy with god they are not reading the word they are not seeking after god present name of jesus they are just moving empty present name of jesus making noise but god says you need to be elevated higher you need to be taken to another level present name of jesus christ god cannot use empty things never i can't do that god may call you you may be having a calling over your life but there's something that you need to do the distance or the bridge between being called and being sent is preparation you need to be prepared if you want to go to another level spiritually or even physically you need to prepare yourself somebody say amen therefore if you are faithful in the time of preparation to study god's word to show yourself approved in god's time step by step he will move you into the ministry he eventually has for you therefore Young pastors, young preachers, young evangelists, young apostles, anybody, do not rush God. Don't worry. Don't put pressure on yourself. The God who called you, the God who knows that you need to be at a certain place, He is there. The only thing He needs you is be faithful in the time of preparation. Be faithful right now and prepare yourself. How? Through reading the word, praying in the word, seeking God. Go ahead and fast in the name of Jesus Christ. Make your confessions of faith. Hallelujah, Jesus. And therefore, once God sees that you are now fully ready, he will eventually move you or take you to that place where he prepared you to minister. All doors will be open because you'll now be equipped, you'll now be ready to serve, to deliver. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Key number one is that be faithful to prepare yourself. Be faithful in the times of preparation. Prepare. Prepare to serve. Prepare. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Worship Jesus. Now, you must also prepare yourself for your high calling in Christ. By separation from the things of the world that hold you back from the things of God. Do you understand? There are some things you if you are to go up there and eventually you will do you will go there because the God who called you is going to take you there. Praise the name of Jesus, He will lead you. He that called you is faithful to take you there wherever He wants you to go. Hallelujah. Now you need it is a need and you must. Separate yourself from the things of the world that hold you back. Anything that holds you back. It could be sin. It could be something which wastes your time. It could be sleeping too much. It could be eating too much. Over talking. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Not believing. Doubting all the time. Fear. Separate yourself from such things. Hallelujah. Now, sometimes you need to lay aside those things that are not necessarily sin, but they take up valuable time. The Lord is looking for those who will dedicate and consecrate themselves wholly unto Him for His use. Do you understand this? Now, sometimes 
when you talk about separation we don't talk about only sin but we talk about anything anything that hinders you from reaching to God anything that consumes your time anything that takes up valuable time hmm? hear this you know this that the Lord is looking for those who will dedicate and consecrate themselves wholly unto him for his use therefore you need to consecrate yourself wholly the whole of you present name of Jesus not half of you or quarter or whatever present name of Jesus now it is as we present our bodies as living sacrifices and renew our minds with the word of God that God can use us fully my God unless listen to this unless you present your body as living sacrifice and you renew your mind daily with the word of God God will never use you unless you change that the Bible says walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the last of the flesh somebody may ask but where apostle then how can I do this how will I give myself to Jesus how will I overcome sin well I'll give you the answer the answer is walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the last of the flesh hallelujah Jesus <laughs> well the thing is amazing so now what should I do There's nothing you can do apart from just walking the spirit, and that is very simple. You have the Holy Spirit in you, and you are born again. The power of God is there to help you. The grace of God is sufficient enough to carry you through. Hallelujah. Just let go everything. Just rise up and say, God, I have let go. Make up your mind. Change your mind. Praise the name of Jesus. And Lord. Look, the Spirit of God will overtake you and will lead you, praise the name of Jesus. Galatians 5, 16. And he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but that that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting galatians chapter 6 verse 8 this is the time that we need to overcome so in the spirit in the name of jesus surrender everything to jesus surrender yourself to jesus christ let me say one thing it is god who has your destiny it is god who knows where you should be at what point it is God who knows whom you should meet at what time. It is God who knows your helpers. He knows your, he has everything. In fact, Jesus is your everything. Therefore, you need to give yourself to him, present name of Jesus. Because one thing I know that you will never be put to shame the moment you give your life in and to Jesus. You commit your everything to Jesus. Therefore, rise up and commit your time to Jesus. Commit your life to Jesus. Commit your entire family, your business, everything. Let it be for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hmm? 
Now, if you are faithful to study God's word and to serve him right where you are, here now, this goes to everybody. You know, we have a problem that everybody wants to be an apostle. Everyone wants to be a pastor. <laughs> everybody wants to be a teacher. Hallelujah. Everybody wants to be an evangelist. Then people want names. Then no. Now, what about the usher? What about the guard? The security guard? What about the Sunday school teacher? Now, look. If you are faithful to study God's word, I'm talking to you. And to serve him right where you are, God will set you into the body of Christ and promote you as he desires. Look at this. Everybody, the level at which you're serving in, do not grumble. Don't fight for positions. You have a problem with people fight for positions. That's bad. Praise the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ never fought for any position when he was on earth. No. Joseph never did so. Moses did not fight for any position. Jacob never fought for any position. Hallelujah. But look, the great things they did. Elijah did not fight for any position. No. Paul never fought for any position. No. But he, Paul. Let me give an example of Paul. Paul did not fight for any position anywhere, praise the name of Jesus, but he was faithful to study God's word. He was faithful to seek after God. Hallelujah. He was faithful to serve where he, at the level at which he was. And look, he became one of the great apostles, one of the great foundation apostles. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship him. Be faithful and serve God right where you are. Cool down. Don't rush God. Seek after Jesus. Day and night, read the word, pray. Dedicate yourself. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is going to set you and raise you up and raise your level high above all those that surround you. Praise the name of Jesus. He will promote you as he desires. However, remember this. Everybody has to know this. Remember this, child of God. Don't get taken up with names and titles. No, 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 no. no. That's bad. <laughs> That's bad. Don't be taken up with titles or names. Don't be taken up by titles or names. I'm an apostle. I'm a pastor. I'm a prophet. Don't pray with the prophet. Don't pray with the prophet. I'm a big man. I'm a big man. Nonsense. You'll be put down. Praise the name of Jesus. When God starts raising you up, be faithful as you were when you were still down. And don't be taken up by titles. Praise the name of Jesus. Don't get taken up with names. Look, if you have to tell, let me give an example. If you have to tell folks, you are an apostle or prophet. 
or if you have to go and tell everybody that you are an apostle or you're a prophet, I'm a prophet. You know what? Hey man, I'm an apostle. Hey God, I'm a prophet. I'm a teacher. Don't play with me. I'm a teacher. Come on. If you have to go and do that, then start to say that you are not one of them. <laughs> you don't have to go around telling everyone you are a man or a woman. Do you? Do you need to go and tell everybody that you are a man or you're a woman? No, you don't need to do that. You don't need. Because you are born that way. You are born a man, you are born a woman. A woman, And everybody sees it. It is evident to everybody. Hmm? So, the same thing ought to be true over in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. If you are called the ministry, it ought to be literally distinguishable. Hmm? What you are and what you call is. The thing is always different. You can distinguish itself as long as you're called. What you are and what you, you are called to will always distinguish itself. What's the name of Jesus? It ought to be readily distinguishable. What you are and what your call is. You shouldn't have to go around all the time telling people what your calling is by giving yourself titles and labels. That's bad. People know what you are by your spiritual equipment and endowments. They will feel what you are. Once you're an apostle, you need to go and shout, I'm an apostle. I'm a teacher. People who always feel that that comes in here, they will say, surely, this is it. Jesus Christ never went ahead telling people, I'm the son of God. I'm God, no. But after they had killed him, he later on, the people themselves said, surely, he is the son of of God, it was the name of Jesus. They admitted He is the King of Kings. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you now. And if you don't know now, this one goes to the ushers or the churchgoers, church members, anybody, whatever kind of work you're doing. If you don't know what God has called you to do, just be faithful to serve him right where you are. Be faithful in your local church. Study his word and leave the rest to God. Don't locate yourself in any ministry office. Let God locate you. Let God take you there. Let God tell you, praise the name of Jesus. Don't put yourself on pressure. No, just sit down. Serve God where you are. Read the word, study. God will locate you and take you there. Now, you have to note this, that Remember this, God rewards faithfulness, but he doesn't reward offices. Don't be taken up by offices because God does not reward any office, but he rewards your faithfulness. Praise the name of Jesus. How faithful have you been to him? He will reward your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. God rewards faithfulness, but he does not reward your office. He rewards the work you've done. God pays the work you've done. He does not pay your office. Praise the name of Jesus. An apostle or prophet won't receive any more reward than anyone else who is faithful to do what God has called him or her to do. Did you get that? Some people think that being an apostle or a prophet or a teacher or whatever, 
you receive more than an usher know. Trust me, if an usher has been faithful to serve God the way and pleased him, and you who is in Omin's office, you don't do it faithfully, my friend, the usher will be, will be better than you. Hallelujah. But there is only one difference that these offices, the ministry offices for them, they just have greater responsibilities that go along with them. There is nothing greater than that. The reward, God rewards faithfulness, does not reward office. Because in the name of Jesus. That is why it is important for you to be faithful, to fulfill the responsibilities God has given you because God rewards faithfulness. Be faithful now. Look at this. Can you make please? Let us let us do this confession of faith. I will be faithful from the onwards to fulfill the responsibilities of God that he has given to me because I have come to understand that God does not reward offices, but he rewards my faithfulness to him or towards anything that he gives me to do. Hallelujah. Now, if you are to be elevated to spiritual to another level, if you are to be used by God, then you must not be a novice. <laughs> so sad to say that most people are novices. The Bible says, he must not be a novice in the faith, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. First Timothy 3.6 Another qualification for the apostolic office or any other ministry office is that a minister should not be a novice. First Timothy 3.6 Paul said not to put a novice in authority. Not a novice. No, no, no. Not a novice. Lest being lifted up. With pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. You may ask, who is a novice? A novice is a new Christian or is a Christian who is young and is underdeveloped in spiritual things. Hallelujah. Somebody who is underdeveloped, who is not developed in spiritual things. Therefore, you need to be developed for you to be used and taken up. Many folks could have been saved. Oh, many Christians can be saved for very many years. But sad, sad to say that they are still novices if they haven't fully developed spiritually. We have very many Christians who have spent even 80 years, 80, 70, 90, 20 years, 10 years, but they are still spiritual babies, breastfeeding on baby's milk, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you may ask me, why shouldn't a novice be put in, into a position of authority, such as the apostolic office or any other office? Hmm? Oh, let me phrase it like this. 
why shouldn't a spiritual baby be put in any office or in any ministry office this is the reason a minister and his ministry must be proved first and only then can he be used fully by God talking about the ministry of a deacon as an example a deacon who means a helper Paul said let these also be proved then let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless first Timothy chapter 3 verse 10 now a deacon is a helper now note this if a helper needs to be proved then it stands to reason that any other person in any office ministry office who stands in with greater responsibility will have also to be approved hmm? that's why i get amused of of many young men and old women and young women who run around in certain christian circles today saying i am an apostle i am a prophet i'm a teacher many of them are no more apostles and prophets than i am the president of uganda i'm the president of the united states i'm the president of kenya i'm the president of south africa <laughs> they just talk words to the name of jesus look god is not going to violate his own word never and make himself out to be a liar by putting novices or spiritual babies in office of spiritual authority and oversight he cannot do that by the name of jesus have you ever noticed that some of these so-called apostles teachers evangelists whatever whatever they call themselves want to come in and take over someone else's work but they don't want to pay the price to pioneer a work of their own they don't want they want finished work they want to come and overtake for example an apostle how do you do that how can you do that they want to, to take over or a ministry which has already started that's what they want to be my friend wake up those people are not apostles they are they hold no office but they are just false and thieves praise the name of jesus now when more translation says a minister ought not to be a new combat for fear he should be blinded with pride and come under the same condemnation as the devil now usually Folks who go around declaring themselves to be apostles or prophets, whatever they call themselves, are lifted up in pride. The moment you, be, you begin calling yourself names, you will be taken up by pride. Praise the name of Jesus. They want to be an apostle because they think that that gives them authority over the office or other ministry gifts and other churches. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, this is the reason people ought to reach some age and accountability before they are ordained to the ministry 
any means that can go by some ordination papers from one of any organization but they are, are not ordained biblically some people think that after going in theological schools then they qualify to be teachers or apostles or whatever they qualify to start up ministries no they don't there there no man can call anybody into ministry office it is god unless god says yes then it should happen hmm? do you understand this some people think well i'm an apostle because i have books i read books that's the wrong idea therefore brothers and sisters you have to be faithful be faithful in whatever you're doing be faithful where you're serving from asha i encourage you to keep doing your ushering work you teacher keep on reading the word keep on teaching those people who are before you present the name of jesus keep on praying prophet keep on praying keep on seeking god begin reading the word this is the time that the church is supposed to read the bible like never before because our lord jesus christ is coming back to pick up the church praise the name of jesus therefore you need to seek after god praise the name of jesus christ pray like never before sing to jesus sing songs worship him wherever you are because he is worthy to be praised is worthy for you to be faithful to him present name of jesus because there's one thing we know that god is faithful god is faithful he cannot make you lose he cannot make you fail Jesus is faithful. He will always be there for you. We worship him, Jesus Christ. Too faithful to do. 
disappoint me. You've proven yourself in my life that I've come to realize you're too faithful to fail me. You're too faithful to fail me. Oh, Jesus, you're too faithful to disappoint me. You've proven yourself in my life, and I've come to realize you're too faithful to fail me.